Go home to hotel and play with yourself? He couldn't help but laugh. She was fun and her smile was infectious. He checked his watch again and looked around the bar. Ironically, it was called Henry's Africa Bar. He hadn't chosen it and hadn't noticed the sign as he had walked in. It was only once he was inside that he'd noticed the leopard print wallpaper and carved wooden giraffes. There was a South African flag behind the bar and a framed Springboks jersey. But that was about where the African ambience ended. The waitresses were all wearing cowgirl hats and garishly coloured riding boots and dispensing shots from mini bottles of vodka slung in leather bandoliers crisscrossing their tiny bodies. Mike didn't want to think about Africa. He'd come here to try to forget, if only for a few days. He knew that if he did go back to the hotel now, he wouldn't surf porn on his laptop. Instead, he'd start going over the transcripts again, agonising over what more he could do to find the men in the photograph, now that he'd identified them. I think, the girl said, loudly enough to break his thoughts, time we go now. He had a wife and two teenage daughters at home. I just don't understand you his wife Helen had said to him a week ago. It was clichéd, corny even when he thought about it. He could tell the girl his wife didn't understand him and use it as a justification to fuck her brains out tonight. But he wouldn't do that. His wife couldn't comprehend why and how he had got himself so enmeshed in something that had happened 17 years earlier in an African country that few people in Australia would have even heard of had its citizens not set about massacring each other on a scale not seen since the Nazi death camps. He'd taken a job as prosecutor and investigator for the International Criminal Tribunal for Rwanda, the ICTR, to get back to Africa and to try to do some good. He'd had enough of defending drug dealers and white-collar embezzlers, Although his parents were Cypriot and he lived in Australia, Mike had been born in Africa, in Rhodesia, now known as Zimbabwe, where his mother and father had owned a supermarket. They'd been forced to leave Africa when Robert Mugabe ruined Zimbabwe's economy by destroying its commercial farming sector. In his adopted country, Mike had stuck out more because of his funny accent than his looks. Most people thought he was South African, and for a while Mike didn't know who he was, a Cypriot, an African, or an Australian. His wife was all Australian and couldn't understand why he would want to go back to Africa, least of all to a country like Rwanda. She'd gone with him once to go to her friend's wedding in Bulawayo in Zimbabwe, and had hated every minute of it. He didn't want to lose her, He didn't want to seek solace in the arms of a Thai girl half his age. What Mike Ayanu wanted most of all was his life, his pre-Rwanda life, back, working as a barrister in Sydney. He'd been too good at his job, and now he was opening a can of worms that maybe should have stayed closed. The girl ran her hand up the inside of his thigh. He was wearing cargo shorts and hadn't bothered with underpants. She grinned as she felt him harden, despite his protestations and the amount of beer he'd had. No, he said, though he knew she could sense that his conviction was wavering. Yes, she took his earlobe between her teeth and bit down gently. 
he groaned. Mike knew that in two days he would have to confront the reality, the enormity of what his investigations had uncovered. He rubbed a hand over his face. The girl gripped his arm and tugged. He tried to resist her. He wanted Rwanda to be over and to go home once and for all, to his wife and to never see Africa again. He wondered if he could. He wondered if the evil had poisoned him, changed him, so that he could never be normal, never be good again. But why had he bothered? Did anyone in the world care any more? Africa, he muttered. What do you say? the girl asked him. She held him at arm's length, toying with his fingers, tugging on them as she leaned her lithe body back. I said Africa. Do you know why people would rise up against their neighbours in a godforsaken little country in the...